This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, October 23, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The decades-long conflict in Somalia has turned somewhat, offering the United States an opportunity to learn from the failures of previous interventions. Journalist David Axe is author of the new Cato paper, Somalia Redux, a more hands-off approach. He comments on what the U.S. should have learned from our long experience with Somalia. Large-scale military intervention in Somalia does not work. Uh, the the land is it's too inhospitable, and the people um, too um, xenophobic, I think, and the country's problems too deep for uh, a large ground force to work. Uh, not that lar- large ground forces often work, but um, in those cases that they do, uh, I think the uh, the conditions are very different than those we see in in Somalia. Uh, Somalia is a um, the the I think the textbook definition of a potential quagmire for 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 land armies. So uh, if you need to intervene in Somalia, you have to do it without deploying a lot of troops. How well understood is what you just said to policymakers currently in the U.S.? I think they get it. Uh, they may not get it as well as I'd like them to, but they get it. Uh, our approach to Somalia um, since 9-11, uh, since the, the war on terror rubric sort of came into, came to apply, is, has been to, to use uh, covert operations in Somalia, airstrikes, drone strikes, uh, missile strikes, uh, commando raids, special forces assistance to other militaries that are operating in in Somalia. In other words, to, to have a military presence, but to keep it as quiet and small scale as possible. Uh, I would actually advocate an even quieter and smaller scale military presence. But, uh, but policymakers do seem to, to appreciate broadly the dangers of deploying large numbers of ground troops to Somalia, which is actually irrelevant even if we wanted to deploy a lot of ground troops to Somalia. We don't have them, so... We couldn't, but uh, had we them, no, it would be a terrible idea, and I think most lawmakers get that. Why does it appear that they get that with regard to Somalia but not Afghanistan? Or is something entirely different, I guess, driving the the mission in Afghanistan? Well, yeah, the the mission in Afghanistan is a lot different. Afghanistan represents a a much clearer um, danger, uh, at least the Taliban, and the Taliban as harboring al-Qaeda represented a clearer danger to U.S. interests than anyone in Somalia uh, does. Um, The only threat, uh, the only direct, immediate threat coming out of Somalia are a handful of, is a handful of al-Qaeda operatives. Uh, But I would argue those operatives in being in Somalia are so isolated that they've rendered themselves mostly ineffective. So in fact, just being there, they lose. so even if you had the resources and the will and thought it would work, what would you tr- be trying to achieve in deploying ground troops to Somalia? What's, what would be your aim? In the 90s, the aim in, in deploying tens of thousands of American and, and UN peacekeepers was to stabilize the clan fighting in Somalia to facilitate the delivery of humanitarian aid. And, and even that didn't work. The humanitarian campaign... In Somalia has worked, but it's worked separated from 
from uh, from military intervention. I think coupling the two uh, was unnecessary and and put lives put lives in danger that, that didn't need to be. The humanitarian campaign in, in Somalia, which is now some 20 years old, at least the, the large-scale humanitarian campaign is about 20 years old. About half the country counts on UN food donations. Most of those donations come from the United States. And uh, that campaign has worked, whether it's worked on, uh, on, 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 on well, it, whether it will work in the long term to help Somalia return to self-sufficiency is an open question. But in terms of heading off massive starvation, it has worked. Uh, I think one of the, the lessons we learned from the intervention in the 90s is that pairing that humanitarian campaign with a military intervention is unnecessary. Uh, and puts lives at risk that, that didn't need to be. President Obama sort of earned a reputation as an anti-war candidate uh, during the campaign, which was, I think, arguably unfair, especially in light of uh, recent events. But uh, he's also made clear that humanitarian interventions are certainly not off the table. What has he said about Somalia? He hasn't said a lot about Somalia as a as a a humanitarian crisis. Uh, in fact, in speaking to to the the State Department folks who who uh, who handle Somalia, uh, they've signaled no change to existing policy. In fact, overall, U.S. policy towards Somalia at the moment is only a slightly tweaked version of the Bush administration's. Uh, we've seen stronger diplomatic support for the current. Somali transitional government, which, to be fair, uh, came into office at around the time that that uh, Obama himself was entering office. So uh, it's not that Bush had a, even an opportunity to intera- interact with these people. But um, we have seen, I think, surprisingly strong diplomatic support for this new Somali government from the Obama administration, which is which is good. Uh, but that's been uh, in the mix has also been a boosted level of arms. Uh, shipment and arms supplies to to the the transitional government from from the U.S., which is a bit riskier. Uh, and then we have um, uh, the drone strikes and the, the airstrikes and the missile raids and commando operations appear to continue unabated. Uh, and in as much as those present uh, a risk, then the Obama administration hasn't improved uh, that facet of of uh, of the Bush administration's policy. David Axe is a freelance military correspondent. He is author of the new Cato paper, Somalia Redux, a more hands-off approach. You can read the paper at cato.org.